the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Yak Radio, a radio show that's about, well, who knows? It's a different topic every week, but Yak Radio is always full of information to help you and your family get through life. Now, here's your Yak Radio host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. That's Brittany. She has brought a crew in. We've got Kyle, Juan, Kelly, and Carly in the house. The topic, I have no idea. They are the Burning Bulbs improv team of burning San Diego. Bulb. The Burning Bulbs. Like light bulbs. That's what I imagine. They all yes, look, they Juan all, is they, agreeing. They all look lit to me. Oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. Why, thank you. Did you like that? Did you appreciate <laughs> well, that? Well, I, I pulled out my Crown Royal bag. I got mine. And it reminded Kelly of her grandma. Well, <laughs> very sweet. Uh, <laughs> well, if you stay on my show for any length of time, I end up buying you a nice headset and I go down to my favorite watering hole and I get the big crown royal bag so you can drag it in and, and makes you look like yeah. you've been drinking. Yeah. So who's the spokesperson of this group? I'll say me for now. Okay, pull that mic over to you. That would be Kyle, listeners. Uh, then pull it this away. Kyle, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? So, improv, huh? Yes. I've been doing it for about six years. I think it started in 2017, uh-huh. uh, where I started taking classes at Finding City Improv, uh, a small theater in San Diego that teaches long-form improv. There are multiple types of improv you can do. There's short-form, there's long-form. Yeah. What we do is long-form. Okay. It's basically a made-up play on the spot, a 20-minute play that we make up the characters, the lines, all... Um, made up on the spot, no pre-planned, nothing scripted. Okay, kind of a Jonathan Winters type mentality. Not familiar with Jonathan Winters. <gasps> Google Jonathan Winters. If I gave you an ink pen and you were Jonathan Winters, he could do a 15-minute segment and you'd be laughing so hard by the end of it, you wouldn't be able to stand up. There are some great professors that can do this. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, oh. Do you have a favorite, Kyle? Yes, Ben Schwartz, who is coming mm. to San Diego in January. I'm going to see them live with some people from our team. Okay. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Yes, okay, ben. so you guys are a group. You guys, when you when you go to the improv, you go as a group and do your yes, routine as a team for 15, 20 minutes on stage. Okay. On, maybe once a month. I just saw him last week. Yeah, there were four you, different teams, and you were one, one of the of four. The yeah. So you guys go on with a. With a topic in mind. Oh no, no they get that from the audience. So it's like Brittany and I. Yeah, the audience shouted out waffles. That's what they. Oh, I see. And then you do a picked. complete show inspired by that suggestion. Yes. God, I'd love that. What would you suggest? Well, think of something for later. Maybe we can. Well, I mean, I just, don't tell him yet, though. I do six hours of radio with no script. Yeah, he, he brings me in sometimes. Yeah, I improvise exactly. the whole show. Yeah. yeah, and mainly the only difference between me and you guys is that whatever because you'll notice i will ask you a million questions because i'm interested in what you guys and girls do and 
you know, if you're not interested in your subject, then it's just really going to be a boring show. Well, we do that's slightly different. Is we invent characters, right? So you flip systems, it back, histories, uh, motives. Uh, things that we believe in as characters, and we bring that on the stage and have inspired our scenes. I swear, Wait, you... if you look up Jonathan Winters, it's exactly what you're talking about. Do you know this character ahead of time? Absolutely not. No, because if not the, even he the says, character, because yeah. usually he said it was deep. Yet they have motives. You said so. That's we find all. that out through the, the the dialogue we have with the, with the other characters in our scenes. All right, so it okay. is on the spot as well. Kyle talks too much. Give it to, <laughs> give it to Juan. Poor Juan. Oh. Look at Juan's over here. She had tears coming out of the corner yeah. of it's my turn because he doesn't my get turn. to talk hey, Kyle, come on <laughs> so how long have you been doing this well i've been doing it for like a year almost i started in oh, january new yeah so what got you into it well i just wanted to get out of my comfort zone do yeah. something else like yeah get to new like radio radio exactly i was like this uh <laughs> and i do it six hours six hours like <laughs> once in a lifetime opportunity i was like sure i'll try that and the same way then probably in a way kind of like wanted to get out of my comfort zone meet people yeah i was kind of still a little bit a shy person like just a little bit just a little bit has he grown this year kelly yes a lot yeah tremendously is it so it's working it is so where are you from well, I'm from San Diego, but I grew up in Tijuana. Okay. Just All across right. the border. Yeah, very yeah. close. Yeah. Very yeah. So I've been living here ever since high school, more okay. or less. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Yeah. So yeah. I started with improv, just getting the hang of it. And I feel like the last few weeks is where I started like, feeling like really good about myself and yeah. confident about my abilities. And Well, yeah. I'll give you a tip because I'll send this show to Brittany and then she'll give it to you guys. Don't listen to it. Okay. Just let your family listen to it. Let your friends listen to it. You'll be too hard on yourself. Is just that what you're thinking? I'm just telling you, 30 years doing this, don't listen to it because it'll ruin you for future shows. Because the key to a good, successful radio show is being yourself every time. Don't be somebody you're not. You're not. And if you hear yourself, you'll say, oh, I've got an accent. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to do that. That's No, that makes you unique. And same thing with Kyle. You know, his voice is different than your voice. So just, I, I'm just, you can listen to it if you want. Hey, right. Juan, you can do whatever you want. Oh, for sure. But yeah. just be prepared. <laughs> don't just, don't, don't be beat too hard your, on yeah, yourself. Yeah. 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 Do not, funny. yeah. yeah. Do, do not beat yourself up. I haven't seen any of our shows. They've recorded a few of them. Oh. I haven't seen any of them. It's so. smart, man. All right. Somebody raised their hand. Have, she must have paid oh, attention. That's Carly. So Car- pull, Carly, pull the microphone over. There you well, go. Hello. Yes. Hi. So I actually have a story kind of related to that in that I met Reese Darby, who is one of my favorite improv okay. uh, comedians who I actually got to meet and ask the question of what do you do when you're on stage because my my brain is really hard on me mm-hmm. at the end of a show and and I kind of go over what I missed or go over like what right. you know just what I could have said better all this stuff and he said you know what are you you taking yourself too seriously like just yes. you don't have to remember what you finished just saying so long as you're in the moment of of the improv that's a big of part stage. of it is right. being in the moment right mm-hmm. and yeah. and being and a good listener as well so that you can add right. and not redirect what the person before you was heading where yeah. they were heading and actually. always remember you know more than the audience yeah well if you're if if the audience don't know what you're thinking is genuine then yes you're you are you are the center how long have you been doing this i have been doing it for as long as as long as juan so oh. he and i were students okay. together right. so how do you stay together oh oh and and did you join the team or how did you get on the team well if let's Kyle's, let let's oh, let uh kelly because she wants to talk more than any of them i can tell so there was a monday class and a tuesday class it started back in the beginning of this year. So you're new this too. Year too. This year too? 
we a lot of us kyle joined in i think level three mm-hmm. but oh, a lot levels? of us all started at the same time never done improv before what got you into it do you want the nerdy answer sure or? we want the I real like, answer. i like i like nerdy nerdy's well, cool okay part of it was i i heard of this guy named kyle no no blushing but the second one was neuroplasticity which is which is if you want to change kind of the way you think like in how you relate to people you have to put go out of your comfort zone Ah, and do something that you've never done before Mm -hmm. and it was really cool because you're not just forming those new neural pathways by being you know in this a very uncomfortable (laughs) circumstance that you've never been in before on stage all that but you have this group of super supportive people Mm -hmm. who are reinforcing that and kind of helping you to I don't know, move forward yeah. even faster. This right. That makes a lot of sense because I had looked a little bit into improv and saw that there are students with autism that are in programs that really emphasize improv for that same reason. I'm not Just, surprised. Yeah. It really does. It's I a mean, social make a thing. It's supportive and it's on the spot. And some kids with autism, you know, just trying to order their food is stressful and on the spot and it gives them practice and a totally. comfortable place. Yeah. Totally. It absolutely makes sense. And we know some autistic kids. Uh, I also do a gun show if you want to talk about getting out of your box. And we have a nine-year-old kid that shoots a, a Glock. Every Wednesday. And he is so efficient, it would scare the you-know-what out of you. But because he's very focused on one topic, you know, he's extremely, extremely good at it. And I think improv would be another tool that that would work as well. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we still got a whole lot more. We don't even have a name for this show. We should have came up with a name. Burning Bolts. Burning Bolts. We'll find out more about those guys when we come back. Right here on Yak Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right. This is the Burning Bulbs. Burning show. Bulbs team. From Provob. Proverb. No, what is it? Improv? Improv. Forgot the imp. <laughs> and we've got a great team. group. we got Kyle, Juan, Kelly, and Carly. Uh, where do you guys uh, perform? All over town? Or do you have one specific, since you're stretching? FCI in Hillcrest. What's that? Finest City Improv. Oh. Do you guys move around? Do you do go to any other improv? We'll go wherever you want us to go. Where's our well, next show? I'm yeah. not paying. Yeah, I was yeah just can you? <laughs> like a comedian or a band, can you be paid for hot? Or Kyle's for got hot it. Kyle. So all our classes are taken at that same theater. Uh-huh. Okay. And there's levels one through six, so we take we can take. Um, I've taken levels one through six several times. Okay. And so they have theater there for classes and for performances. So people can come in for shows on the weekends. Okay. There's uh, classes throughout the weekdays. And so we... we take classes there but also perform at the same place okay so how so you have classes every day once a week once a week what's it cost to to go i think it's about three dollars for a term of eight classes three hundred dollars yes okay i thought you said three dollars i was gonna sign three hundred i was gonna sign right up (laughs) okay so then you then once and then what then once you finish level one you move on level two once you finish level two you move on level three and you keep going as much as you want to who makes that decision when whether you can move out of one to two two to three three i mean at the end of the class once you perform your last performance as long as you've Learn the skills, which is not like you take a test or anything like that. But okay. they um, just push you through. So like you're not gonna, yeah. You, so you guys.
guys won't sit there and say, dude, go back to one. <laughs> or do you guys tell each other? I, I was in the green room with them. I think they. Yeah. I think it's important to note that we just graduated from class. So you've done all six? We've all done all six. Okay. Most of us. And now we have a team captain named Marissa, and she tells us where to perform. So. Where is she? She's, uh, well, it, it is Christmas know. Eve. It is Christmas Eve. Where'd she Eve. go? Did you notice they're all looking around? Yeah, they were. Yeah, where'd she go? Oh, she's not here. Behind that door. Sure. She went to Los Marissa? Angeles for the weekend. It was with family, so she couldn't come. She what wanted is, to come here. What does she think this is? Christmas? Yeah, right? <laughs> family? Ah. Anyway. Thank you, by the way. Uh, the burning bulbs were only just asked a couple days ago when I found out there was an opening, and the four of you made it happen. Thank yeah, you. See, that's one of Thank the you. problems of being anywhere near her, because she takes care of all the radio, um, uh, guests, and I take care of all the TV on KUSI. Because, you know, you're talking about getting out of the box. You know, I got TV with a 20-minute window to be on TV, and I had never been on TV. So getting out of the box is, is the name of the game. I'm, I'm challenged by it. I love it. It doesn't scare me. I've never been afraid of talking to anybody, whether I know what I'm talking about or not. You know, because like you guys, you're the same way. Waffles? I mean, how could you be afraid when you've got a topic of waffles, right? Yeah, you don't really know what you're going getting into yourself once yeah. you're on the stage. You just but you have But you have to let go. Oh, definitely, for sure. And be in the moment, for sure, like yeah. we talked about earlier. Yeah, but you have to let go. You have to have, and that's not easy for everybody. I had a lady that works at the Auto Museum sitting right where you're sitting and i thought i was gonna have to give her mouth to mouth she was that close to passing out sweat was running down her face we go to break i said are you okay she says i don't think so and i go take a deep breath this is okay i actually told her no one was listening one thing that makes it easy for me when i'm on stage is to follow the fun Yes. Wherever the fun the scene is, just just follow that and have have a good time out there. It's not there to be stressful or, or worried about things. It's about having fun and enjoying ourselves. And, or but, and isn't there a feeling once you get to that point where that fun factor kicks in? It's very and, rewarding, especially when we get a laugh from the audience. Or, yeah, and then everything else goes away. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and then but but you can't worry about getting to that. And no, do you guys yeah. work as a group mainly? I mean, are you guys mainly a group? Yes. Oh, yeah. oh by the way, head shaking doesn't work on radio. <laughs> yes, sir. Are you allowed to practice as a team? Of course. We're encouraged so, to. So what is okay. it that you're practicing? If it has to be on the spot, why don't you share? Are there key ingredients? Yes. Yeah, so we, we develop, call it developing our tool belt. So that we're on stage, we have these different tools we can use, such as having a belief system as my character, mm-hmm. uh, having motivations, um, having desire. I'm saying I want. I, I don't want. I hate this. Trying to make the other character's world worse for them mm-hmm. usually makes the scene more interesting for the audience. Mm. Who are you to me, Kyle? <laughs> what is it, an antagonist, or what? What, do, what are we talking about? Who am I to you in real life? <laughs> no, it's the relationship. I was just yeah, saying. yeah, yes. Who are we to each other? Oh, okay. Um, well, how, what do we mean to each other? Um, yeah, building that relationship on stage, right. not where we are, the location. Because come out on stage, two people, you'll know where they are, what they're talking about, or right. who they are. So establishing that on stage is really important. Right. It helps. Yes. And yeah. while transactions can be funny, audiences care about more about, about the scene when we are talking about relationship between the two people, mm-hmm. the two characters. Your right. Father, daughter, um, uh, coworkers, boss. Right. Establishing that who we are to each other and what we're captive, what, yeah. But I think the kicker, I think the, legal or illegal captive. What are you talking about? 
Oh, just something weird. I don't know. Oh, the yeah. topic. But I think I think the kicker consensual the, above all else. Yeah. <laughs> but isn't the kicker the audience because they're the ones that give you the topic, right? Yeah, they give us they give us a jump. They give us a jumping off point. So from there we can take it or not, right. depending on how it can. Um, Influence does one person inspire. decide who takes it or not? Do you have like? Does, would that be Marissa? Like, no, I think it's uh, whoever. Uh, there's the person who prompts, who asks for the prompt from the crowd, and then from there we. Oh, we so just like jump if in. you ask the prompt, mm-hmm. so let just so we'll make it simple for the for the listeners. So I'm going to go back to it. Waffles, <laughs> and you decide you don't really want to go there. Do you come up with your own topic or do you flip off of waffles and say, well, you know, pancakes are way better than waffles. Well, I think that's actually what uh, the show was. Yeah, that, that how, that's what inspired the beginning of our show. Gotcha. But from there, you can go like all the different gamuts. So like maybe waffles reminds you of a diner, which reminds you of spending time with your grandparents, which right. reminds you about like the place that you grew up. And you can kind of and you just explore all go of that. On an on adventure. Stage. And improv, we call that taking it from A to C. So mm-hmm. A to B leads to B to C. So we don't necessarily have to take their suggestion uh, directly, literally. literally. We can use that waffles inspiration for sugar, and sugar can be inspiration for a candy store, and a candy store can be inspiration for time with the family. Like right. so it can lead to anything we want, really. Yeah. It's not the show is not dictated by what the suggestion co- is from the audience. It inspires our show. See, you don't want me because when you said waffles, I was thinking of my tennis shoes. <laughs> there you go. You know, the sole on my shoe has got the waffle print. You know, when mm-hmm. you walk in the sand, mm-hmm. you get to see the. And different sands have different prints. Go ahead. That's how it gets really interesting, is when two people are on stage to do a scene, and they both interpret the prompt in, exa- in very different ways. Well, see, yeah. That, yeah. yeah, that's why I better not come anywhere near. It's really funny that you mentioned that, Kelly, because you can be thinking of something, I can be thinking of something else, and if I take the first word... And then, like, put you on the spot and say, oh, I, that, I wasn't really thinking about that. I was thinking about something else. Then you had to, like, adjust in the moment. Yeah. I, you know, I saw that, not with your team, but another team. And it, it's almost like someone came in and stopped. It came to a halt because you could tell one, are you actors? Which I refer to as an actor. One oh, actor absolutely. was going this direction, and you could tell they wanted to pursue it. And someone came in, and it was like, nope, we're not going that way. And there was almost disappointment. Yeah. And so you're But was a team. it disappointment from the team? Or from the audience, the teammate. I, I was, and maybe I read too much into it, but it's a team, right? You all want to have a very successful twenty-minute show, and to make that so happen, you can't do that, right? Yeah, and like, to make it easier for ourselves, we we learn from level one. We say yes and okay. So whatever yes. someone throws out there, we agree that that's true about the reality we're in in that scene. We don't necessarily have to go along with it, but we have to establish that okay yes i agree with that and build upon it and gotcha. that sounds like yeah a key ingredient that, yes yeah and with sense. that so buy the book there's a book go buy the book kyle knows the book what book he is the book he is the book is there a book kyle. six years of study you they give you the book <laughs> there's actually a book i don't have a book <laughs> you are the book yes my book is uh, in my mind yes. well that you can't buy that book <laughs> I don't know, Kyle. I could sell it. Buy the book. Have you ever have you ever written a book? I have not. Why not? (laughs) What else are you doing? I'm I'm performing. Do you have a job? Do you have a job besides? Yes, I do. I'm a substance use disorder counselor. You're a whatsy 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 substance use disorder counselor. So people Uh with addictions to Ah. drugs and alcohol and gotcha. Help them get sober and right. Get them to support the the, meet their needs. Gratifying. Got job. Yeah. What about you, Juan? I'm a software engineer and actually working on the building right next to it. Yeah, he had his own pass to get in today. Software engineer, come to my house. I was on. Oh, goodness, yes. Oh, my God, I'm about as 
We you do need his help with the coke. Yeah, because I, I have to keep putting my windows in after throwing equipment. I just bought a thousand dollars worth of GoPro. Oh, really? Wow! And I bought a program to to man it. Yeah, I'm the guy building that software behind it. No much. kidding. Yeah. How about Kelly? What, what do you do, you do Kelly? Kelly? You should really hear them talk about waffles, though. I mean, I know I'm I'm very intrigued. Like I, hear Juan say the word honey. Say honey. Hi, honey. No, not like that. I'm talking about from the show. Yeah. What? Maybe we honey? can do something in the why next segment. Why don't we just go to the show? I went to the show. Well, why don't I go to the well, show? Well, yeah. we could do it next segment. Think of something, Dave. Don't tell the them. Kelly, wait, wait, what do you do? Yeah. Kelly, what do you do for a living? I'm a stormwater quality engineer. A wetter? Stormwater. So You're storm busy right water. now. Okay. <laughs> you need to come fix my drain. It's hanging to the side. And, it's... and what about you, Carly? I am a certified nursing assistant. God, all over the place. Yeah, all over the guys. board, so to speak. Wow. Yeah, so but, basically, improvised our side job. Yeah, and being what you hobby. do, and being in, in improv, what well, that's that's a flip. Yeah, that's exactly why I'm there. Because yeah, you're staring at a screen all day, yeah. talking to nobody, and now you're getting up. What do your family thinks about this? I think just think it's like a hobby. Like, yeah, I haven't just, really invited any of my family members to oh, see my really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at least for in my case, it's like, and that's something that happened on, on our last show. I, I did invite some people, but they were like friends. Mm-hmm. But it was the first time inviting some friends. Yeah, and I was super nervous. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> it was like the first time I was nervous in a while. I performed like multiple times within, within the class, or just outside of that. Yeah, because if you don't know anybody, the the audience, I, I and what's what's the point? I don't really care. But I invited some friends, and just f- few minutes before, I was like, my legs were really shaking. I was like, oh man. <laughs> That's so strange. It's a really strange sensation. Oh my gosh! What about you, Kyle? Does it bother you to, to perform? Yeah, were you in front nervous last week when we were there? We were in the second. I've been doing this since 2017, so I've probably done like 40 or 50 performances. So it's no big deal to me. How about anymore. the first one? Maybe a little bit at the beginning, but who cares if I screw what? up? That's exactly. That's what I try to explain to people What's when the it comes big deal? to what they're not going to shoot you. <laughs> Hopefully. I hope not. Hopefully. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back. Hey, it's improv. What do we know? Yak Radio with Dave Stahl. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Yak Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, we've got an interesting show for you today. It's all about improv, but it's not improv like you would normally see where you go to a comedy store and a guy or a girl gets up and tells jokes. Yeah, it's not scripted. It's not scripted. And that's what a, co- a comedian does. They have all their jokes in a little piece of paper and, and what have you are written on the back of their hand. This is a totally different group. Yes? I stopped him in the green room because I know you don't like me talking too much in the green room. But could you guys elaborate on these games or warm-ups that you were starting to lead to? What is an improv game or a warm-up? Yeah, who wants to do that? What Kyle, I feel like... You're the book on these types of things. We're back to the So book. warm-ups are designed to get us to do just that. Get us warmed up before we go out on our show or before we're starting our classes. To get us in the mood for, for being silly and being doing improv. And mm-hmm. so one of my favorite games to play as a warm-up is called Alien Greeting, where we're all staying in a circle. And one person will walk across and start making an alien language mm-hmm. or speaking in an alien language. They can be and have a conversation with the other person. The other person's job is to mimic the person that's walking to them in that similar alien language right. and have a conversation. Also doing mannerisms physically mm-hmm. um, 
as an alien. Gotcha. And they have a conversation, and then uh, trade places with the person. They walk to a different person with a different, totally different alien language, totally different mannerisms. It could be a different language. Right. And just being silly and stupid and For how having long? fun. How long does that usually go? Two minutes. Okay. Hey. And yeah. the reason for that is to to loosen ourselves up, right? So right. I think a lot of times we we lose touch with like being the child um, and and being playful. Mm-hmm. So people mm-hmm. come from you know their nine to five office yeah, jobs exactly. and they come yeah. <laughs> and stand in this little improv stage and you need to like shed the day of stress, shed the day of like worries. You right. get into your body and you can kind of start wiggling around and you've got stage presence at that point because you've got like the the voices warmed up, the body's warmed up, mm-hmm. you've reconnected with your people and you've built up a small community of improv friends who you can so play with. You should do this. Because you use radio to unwind and, and, and Yeah, I was thinking this is my therapy and racing is, my car is my therapy. Yeah, seriously, yeah. she'll come in <laughs> After a tough day at work all week, and you can see the look on her I'm face. wound tight. And she is just really, and by the time the show's over, you know, oh, yeah. she's back to being, you know, Brittany. Yeah. The Brittany everybody yeah. loves to be around. Not saying nobody wants to be around her in the beginning, but she, she internalizes. My sixth period may disagree with you. Yeah. She internalizes a lot of what she goes through. Yeah. So improv might be something... You know who else would be good at this is Steve. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> what do you think about that? I'm sure Steve's listening. <laughs> I think it'd be cool. <laughs> so while Carly was talking, Kelly, you were wiggling kind of like those things that are outside of an auto oil change place. It just reminded what me that, that I need to move a little bit so, so that, that I don't get nervous. Is that and, literally a warm up as well? Oh, yeah. There's yeah. all. I mean, how many different warm ups are there, Kyle? Can you name the number? Pull the mic Approximately. Maybe. Maybe. 20 wow. or do you have one do you That's have a, a, spe- a specific one that you use well you do a different one every day okay. give us another one. Improvise. Well, one, I was, give us one yeah i was gonna say that the one the ones that i really like are where we're making eye contact we basically are told to stare into each other's eyes like, like uncomfortable eye contact oh yes i mean it is uncomfortable <laughs> at first yeah but then once you get it's like what you said you're shedding that discomfort and kind of like all right yeah acknowledging the other people because when you're in a scene it really helps to make eye contact because you're picking up on not just verbal cue like you know what they're saying but also physical and just kind of reading their emotions so it's really important to get comfortable with your team before you perform yeah and exactly like she was saying one particular warm-up that i really like a lot it's counting from eight or so from one to eight or eight to one but just shaking your your hand and your legs so just like eight seven six five four three two okay one, eight, seven, and you go through that and just from eight to seven so that's basically what like you're comfortable doing which, no, a lot about, plus you do other ones right well, exactly too. but that one in particular like really emphasizes that just looking at other people's eyes right well and, and you know contact. what yeah. nobody does that anymore Mm-hmm. Nobody, especially these young kids. Yeah, they're looking they at will, their phone. They will not look you in the eye to come to, and I and I'm really big on that because I like looking directly at you when we speak. And you'll see, we get racers, you know, that come in and you're interviewing them and they're they're moving their head up and down and over, and they just won't give you that eye contact. Makes me crazy. With the lights, can you see the audience? Speaking of eye contact. No. No, not really. And do you? And that's, that's probably a good thing, you think, <laughs> to stay focused. There, there is a little bit of interaction. For instance, in the last show, someone asked for Jules's Venmo, and he responded. Yeah, well, there was nothing in it. <laughs> yeah, but, 
that's not usual. That doesn't really happen that much. At least, uh, besides that, in my experience, I uh, haven't had like any hecklers or anything like that. Oh, so, hecklers! Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Sure. Oh, what, why are you doing that face there, Carly? Mm-hmm. Pull the mic like, over. Oh. Yeah. I, I don't know if it happens as much for improv as it does for a stand-up comedy, but it really does throw your game off in that you've already developed this rapport with the person that's in front of you that you're trying to build something with and then somebody out side the audience you. sidetracks you but yeah. you, but you can you can pivot but sometimes that's good mm-hmm. you know that's yeah, you, you part of training i mean because you're constantly training even though you're you've graduated you're every show you're training and you're learning yeah they're going to practice on yeah, kyle's back patio because you can't control <laughs> the audience no, oh, sure. that's a variable that's huge. And does the audience get into this to it more and more as the show goes? In my experience, their laughter does, but I've been doing this for like I said, six years. I've almost never been heckled or okay. But I mean, as far as their enthusiasm, yes, it depends it first... on how much you stack the audience. Yeah. <laughs> and what do you mean by I that? I wasn't paid last week. And, and what do you mean by that? Checks in the mail. Checks what do you mean by that? Stacking Plants the audience. Are, are... <laughs> Inviting our friends that come to watch us. Oh, I see. Of course, they're going to think we're hilarious. (laughs) Really? I mean, I heard a lot of laughs at our last show. But all your friends think you're funny? David, be nice. Juan had 12 people there. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, you know, go ahead, Kyle. Well, going back to what you were saying, I think audience is more engaged when they care about the scenes, which is why you want to build relationships. Right. Talk about what we mean to each other, what we want, the characters, what what they want in the scenes. Because if you're doing that and the, the, the character does not get what they want or they do get what they want, the audience is more yeah, invested in exactly. those, those gotcha. It's not superficial. They feel yeah. and, and that And you loss. guys yeah. are a constant group. I mean, uh, you don't float around with other and do we this. We can. Well, I know Hell you no. can. When the Bulls perform, we all always perform together, yes. Yeah, You're that, a committed team. As- plus six others. Oh, plus six others. Yes. Okay, so you can... Wait a minute, here comes... But what's really important, too, is like, at least in my, in my case, is that... Performing with other people really enhances your skills. I mean, of course, I love my team and all that, and sure. I love playing with, with them. But in, in like FCI, we on Thursdays, there's like an open jam where anyone can participate, you guys can participate, uh, and okay. just play with other people. And that's, I think that's really important as well. Just okay. As, like we were talking about getting out of your comfort zone, like right. getting out of your comfort zone with other people. Sure. And you always learn something. Yeah. So I uh, agree. I was just joking when I said, <laughs> heck no. That's not what you said. She's just kidding. Play that back. So Play like, that. Oh, look, she's got the. Oh yeah, look, that works every now time. Now when you pay people off with those baked goods you brought. Yeah. Well, how long? How long has this been going on? I mean, in San Diego, would you say? Uh, I think the improv community has blown up in the last ten years. Um, it's been going on for I think ten, fifteen years. Okay. If I see the open uh, improv is built, I think 2015-ish. I'm not exactly sure. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't work there. I don't work for them. Sure, sure. I just perform there and take classes there. But yeah. Were you guys fans of the Whose Line Is It? I was a huge fan as a kid. <laughs> yeah, oh, Carly agrees, yeah. <laughs> and that's similar to what we do, but it's not the same because what they do is short-form improv. We have short scenes, but we have a long play that lasts four or five scenes over 25 minutes. Yeah. It's all co- oh, yeah. It should be cohesive, our, our plays, but right. short-form is just small games. In, in the, I, I enjoy it. I prefer but to you, perform. You perform, prefer the long, yes. long form. The it's it's more invested, I think. Yeah, and and people, you need to understand these are not scripted performances, right? Right, it's improvised. Yeah, it's improvised, and you and that is the key. So, if you're the type of person that's good at improvising. Or maybe not good Or not. That's what I'm, I'm thinking. One of the great takeaways for our listeners is, hey, maybe I need to put myself out there. And well, I get hate out. to say it. 
I'm going to use Juan as a prime yeah, example. I think that's fantastic. Because if I was to pick out of the four who would be the most likely not to do this, it would be you. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, and, I'm not, and that's yeah. not a negative. That's oh, not no. a negative. In fact, I would be extremely proud of what you're able yeah, to accomplish. Yeah, I think it's huge. Because you just don't project right you know like that dave oh you had to get asked what my name is she's just making sure <laughs> that's okay i, just, I called another guy wrong. i just it. want to give us even more credit yes do because, it because i would say that at least three of us in this room i know kyle was already very confident when we first met him but we have years. all like the person you i feel like the person you see today is not the person that i i met day one for carly or Juan. right right and right. maybe kyle awesome. too you were a little bit shyer at that time but we kind of built this team mm-hmm. as like a wolf pack that's carly's um trademark not my i didn't make it up um and so it actually is a team that's like 17 people deep we have a bench well yeah and you because, some people on the red shirt. well because there's no two of you i mean none of you guys are alike in any way shape or form isn't that amazing i think it's yeah. phenomenal i really honestly do and i've ne- i personally have never looked at improv because i always thought improv was comedy just a stand-up comedy i had no idea this was out there i think that Improv is a skill you can develop. Anyone can do it. Anyone can get out there if, oh. they, if they're willing to. Yeah. That's uh, what I've learned this hour is – and I'm thinking about parents who have kids that are shy and really they're like, I don't you know what to, to get do. Them out. If you want yeah. to get them out of their shell. Yeah. So now are there ever any groups that get together that can't work together? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure right? Yeah. <laughs> teams. Yeah. It's well, teams. I think that's the magic of what the burning bulbs is, is I think we have a connection – because we have um, the ability to just be vulnerable with each other. So I think in the times that we've built up from level one, we've been able to kind of get to know each other well enough to be vulnerable in, um, with each other on stage. So how many of you all went from different people till you got to this group? Oh, different teams? One and I were on the same. That would be the minority of people. Okay. Most of us met throughout the last 48 weeks in this track that we started at the beginning of 2023. The last 48 weeks. Okay. And so, okay. And out spits a new team, kind of. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You guys plan to stay together? That's what Burning Bulbs is. That's our team. We graduated and now we're actually a team and we're booking shows. But you're a burnt bulb. No. Oh, yeah. Burning. burning. They're burning. burning. They're still burning. Oh, they're burning. Not the burnt bulbs. On your last show together, that could be the name of it. <laughs> this right. is FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back. You're listening to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, we're talking improv and we're talking to the burning. Yes, they're still bulbs. burning. They're so bright. Still burning. You wouldn't believe all the colors. It's just amazing. I should wear my sunglasses next time. I know. It's bright See, in here. Yeah, we got a cheerleader in the That's group. Nice, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Is she the wild one out of the group? Juan? Uh, I would say so. She's doing uh, a lot of giggling. I, like, like we it. were talking about like people's transformation within the group, and I believe like Kelly, for instance, in the last few uh-huh. terms together. Yeah. I've seen her like awesome and develop. Yeah. And then we got Kyle that just kind of stays steady Eddie. Steady Eddie, mainstream, right? I've been doing this for a little while. I feel like I have. Is that an excuse? 
<laughs> he's mature. He's mature. So you're just sort of cruising. I'm cruising. Okay. I'm leveled off. And these guys are still <laughs> being blown away by what they've been able to do. Level Maybe off. some hidden hidden talents they didn't know they had. Yeah. I hope so. That's the goal, I think, of, of improv is to grow as human beings as, in, our, in our personal lives, our professional lives. Yeah. It helps us open up and yeah, be ha- able to... Go ahead, I'm so sorry. And be able to speak more freely and right. not feel so stressed out more. Has this changed your attitude talking Absolutely. to the public? The philosophy of yes and. Life in general. Mm. I changed my life perspective in general. Just saying yes and to things as opposed to saying, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. You know, nah, I'm sorry. Being open to ideas. Do you ever catch yourself yeah, wanting cool. to do improv to a perfect stranger? I do my job all day long. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very good. So you're actually doing improv all yes. day long. I'm using the skills I learned in the class. Because you have to pull work. information out of people that... Running groups and counseling sessions with clients that don't want to be there. Yeah, have to really. adapt and improvise all the time. Wow. Amen. Then Kelly? Juan just talks to a computer. Talking about doing improv with strangers, we actually have a member, Jacob, who became a clown. And he's now performing on the street of Pacific Beach. Really? Yep. You like clowns? I freaking love them. Yeah. Half of the group, half of the Bourbon Bulbs are clowns now. I wanted to go to clown school. I wanted to go in the worst way. You should come with me. I'm starting in January. There you San go. San Diego State? <laughs> Is there one in San Diego State? Um, I think it's an independent clown school. Is it? Yeah. Private. I actually, well, I was a service manager at a car dealership, and many of my customers said I should. I haven't quite figured out why they said I should, but I've always had a desire. <laughs> but you put your hand down. You want to be a clown? Mr. Dean in the, in the box wants to be a clown. I think so, you've got what it takes. Yeah. You know, it's it's so funny. I mean, I just take life as such a joy and such a gift and that you want to try and touch everything, you know, for experiences. Taking risks. Taking risks. Oh, good. Don't get me there. <laughs> That's where that how old do you think you would be mentality comes out. I've broken and bent and twisted things I shouldn't have. Yeah. What do you think, Carly? Carly's over there being real nice. And she's the bull. I'm the bull. I'm the bull. <laughs> I'm the bull. <laughs> You're the bull. <laughs> the bull. <laughs> uh, no, I, okay, so taking risks. Um, coming into improv... It was incredible to watch level one and how many people that came in and the reasons that they all came in for. So some of the folks came in because they wanted to work on public speaking or they wanted to challenge themselves. They wanted to learn something new. Um, And like who stayed after the the self-selection that happens for folks who are like, I'm still too afraid to do the thing. So they don't go on to level two. Okay. Has this made made you a better person, you think? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, it's given me a lot more courage to just be me all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. So I think we we start to like put up our little barriers and our little mm-hmm. force fields and everything around us as we like go in the, like go about the world. Um, and this has definitely opened up a whole lot of that. So right. I can just show up as myself. So you basically recommend this to anybody and everybody that everyone should take level one. Yeah, it's like I always say: everybody should be a waitress or a waiter for one day. Just customer one, service. Just one, yeah, one, that's yeah. It. one But day. be a waiter or a waitress in a really busy restaurant for one day. Yeah, the appreciation. It'll, I did it for one mm-hmm. summer, and now it'll change your I life. appreciate mm-hmm. it to the max. It'll yeah. change your life. Yeah, yeah. And just one thing is like, Carly was saying, like trying at least level one. There's also like an option to just try for one day on Saturdays, I believe, at least once a month oh, I just, in FCI and Finance City. You can just try it out for a couple hours, see if you that's something you buy with. Kyle, throw that over to Kyle. See, I'm going to disagree. 
I don't think one day is enough. Well, I think it takes more than one day to develop our, our personalities and grow as people, but you can find out if you like it by taking one class for one hour on the weekend. Yeah, you don't have to commit to the year, I think, maybe. is. Well, you know, it's like drinking a glass of wine. You don't well, take commit the first Commit to the bottle. Sip. No, okay. you don't take the first sip and say, yeah. No, commit the take, bottle. You have to take a second sip <laughs> or maybe a third sip to get, you know, so the palate can appreciate what you're drinking. And I think what this... And I'm only saying this because I don't want people to say, go down and, and try it. And first time trying it, oh, that's no good. I didn't like it. True. Now you need to do it maybe one more time. Maybe go home, think about it, come back and do it I one would more say, time. for most people that try it the one time, they end up liking it a lot more than they thought they would. Yeah, uh, it's okay. that activation well, that's, And I'm only yeah. saying this from not having a clue what I'm talking about, <laughs> which is total improv. It lowers the stakes. If it's, yeah, exactly. You don't have to commit. It's just one time. See if you like it. But oh, so I it'll don't hook have you. to pay $300 no, just for one? No, I'm saying the one Saturday is one said. Yeah. yeah, that's the best Oh, thing. it's free. Yeah. Okay, so I'll tell you a story about that, too. In my hometown, I used to drive by the airport, and there was a sign that says, every Saturday, free flying, license, flying lesson. <laughs> so I went like six Saturdays in a row till they finally said, what are you doing? I'm doing what the sign said. Every Saturday, we get a free flying lesson. Oh, jeez. Well, no, you have to pay. Well, it doesn't say anything about paying after the first flying lesson. So, you know, it's that same mentality. I digress. I think we should try it. Give them a topic. Give them a chance. Well, you give them a topic. No, you, you were there. give them a topic. You were there. You. How about I ask for a suggestion? Can you give us a suggestion of something that can fit inside the trunk of your car? Oh, yes. I had said dead body last time, yeah. but they took waffles. A waffle in the <laughs> trunk of your car? Okay. <laughs> Better than that. I'll even make it more difficult yeah, than what's that. What's something? What could you put on? No. You, you have to tell them some. Oh, one, one caveat is that improv is largely physical, too. Okay. Yeah. We'd be doing a lot of mannerisms and physical work, object okay. work, as All we right. call it. Yeah. Or we're just doing stuff without talking, so it might be difficult to translate true. to radio so well. Okay. We yeah, try. yeah, that's true. I, that's why I was kind of surprised that you brought it up because. Well, there are only seven minutes left, so I thought we could try. Well, I was going to talk a little bit more about the class. All right, go for it. Because I think it's important that we talk. How do people find out about this class? And you're the probably the most you know knowledgeable. So you can go on financecity.org.com. Oh, well, so much for you. All right, let's go I on. think you should ask us what our favorite scene was. Okay, what's your favorite scene? Oh, now she's thinking. There's so many. Whoops. Oh, okay, okay, so how about favorite lesson? So how about, favorite, favorite, how about what, favorite lesson? One of the favorite lessons that we learned from improv, um, from all the classes that we've taken, and um, I would like to throw out there the um, idea that our bodies don't know the difference between being excited and being nervous. So in uh, on level one, um, I was terrified, like teeth chattering, body frozen. I was not terrified. ready to be on stage, right. terrified. Um, and our, our instructor taught us that the brain doesn't know, like all the adrenaline running through our bodies. It doesn't know if it's uh, a happy mm-hmm. or a panic. doubt kind of panic. Yeah. Um, Emotion. So if we can retrain our brain to be, this is excitement. I'm really, really excited to be here in order to then get over the nerves to jump onto the stage. Then mm. then you, you, you've opened up a whole new world for yourself in, in being able to reframe that for, for your brain. And okay. it seemed to have worked for you. Absolutely. Yeah. And it worked for me too. That's exactly how I feel just before every show. That Maybe. you're excited. I'm excited. excited. I just like to reframe it. Like, I'm actually excited for this show coming up. When okay. I was, and you can't wait to get out there and see what they're going to throw at you. Yeah, I just try to be in the moment and just. That's such a myself. huge lesson. Knowing my students hold themselves back because of fear. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Kelly, you were going to say something. Oh, I thought I was the next in the in telling what our favorite lesson you are was. okay you are. um i would say that my my i guess favorite lesson is to stop thinking so much um that's basically what i was trying to work on towards the end is basically i would go out and well one of the teachers had me just not say anything for 30 seconds so i would have to do something physically like pretend i was washing a shirt on like a washboard yeah or you know drink a glass of water and look annoyed or like just commit to an emotion and try to convey something without saying anything. Mm. And that actually really works for me because, yeah, because it actually helps me to develop what I'm doing. So I'm not forcing it. Gotcha. And it's great for scene work with two people scenes because you really have to kind of let them breathe a little bit in order for it to be meaningful which is what really engages people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have time to kind of like really engage without talking, mm-hmm. which is sounds kind of funny, but you're you're like getting into this like physicality with the person next to you and you start to start to get either in a contrasting emotional mm-hmm. state, which is one way to do a scene or you kind of do uh, what's it called clumping. Yeah, clumping, which is mean which means that you start doing the same kind of thing together. Mm-hmm. And without speaking. Without speaking, yeah. And then, you know, you start, you know, maybe grunting or rah, 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 like, hey, hey, how's it going? You know, and then it just develops from there. Right. See, that would be, because I'm so used to talking, the silence part would probably be very difficult And for Kyle's me. probably going to correct me because I just said a, a question as my first word. It would be more like... I'm not here to correct. This garbage is smelly. But I do want to promote our team. Um, yes, that's that was where I was going before I was... On Instagram, we have a page track. now. It's at uh, Burning Bulbs Improv. Okay. And then we have shows on January 9th. Oh, already City, booked. Uh, we have three shows. January 9th. Uh, sorry, January 12th. Uh, February 9th. And then March... March uh, 16th. Do they need to make reservations? Yes. They're they're free with a donation of $5. You can reserve as many tickets as you want with a $5 donation. Okay. At financecity.com. Financecityimprov.com. Okay. Financecityimprov.com. Yeah. All right. So how long has this been group been going around? Like you said, how many years? Our team? No, the company. The company, I started in classes in 2016. They were already a couple years okay. old then. Well, I think this has been a blast. I've been, totally enjoyed the show. I'm again, it's all about education. It's all about information to know, you know, that there's groups out there like yourselves that I think can do a lot of positive good for the community, no matter what no matter what your situation is in life. You know, something like this might uh you know, turn on the light. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I want to thank you guys. I know it was a last minute and all four of you made it happen. And uh, thank our listeners for joining us, new and old. It's all about improv. Thank you so much. We ask, you shall receive. Yeah. All right. Sounds like a plan to me. All right. Well, don't go anywhere, folks. Guess what? You ought to know is coming up next. And I just interviewed the stunt coordinator for the movie Ferrari. Now, this guy also did Ford versus Ferrari, and now he's done Ferrari. You don't have to be a gearhead, but I'll see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock in El Cajon. I'm in seat 18. <laughs> don't talk to me. This is the Yak Radio with Dave Stahl, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer.
General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.